Hello and welcome to Cousin Chat, where we talk about what matters. I'm Donna, and today I'm doing a special chat. April, for those of you who don't know, is Autism Awareness Month. And so I'm using my platform to bring awareness. Joining me for this chat today is my song, Valerie Johnson. Valerie, say hello to the people. Hello, people. <laughs> okay, so we're just gonna jump right in. So I want to start off with just giving you a basic definition of autism. It's also called autism spectrum disorder. It's a serious developmental disorder that impairs the ability to communicate and interact. Now the range and severity of symptoms can vary widely. And I want to just start with um, focusing on that last point because it is so true. The range and severity of symptoms can vary widely. When I first uh, had an encounter with a student, those of you already know I'm a teacher, Valerie is in education as well, but I had a um, student who had autism and it didn't look like I had thought it was supposed to look. So she actually educated me. This was um, years ago, but her uh, specialty was art. She was so artistic, but the one thing that she did not like was working in groups. And so when I started reading more about, you know, autism and certain things, when I would see certain behaviors, then I would say, okay, I see, I see. So I, I made sure not to put her in situations where she would be uncomfortable. But um, as you are also in the field of education, Valerie, have you ever had the opportunity to work with children with autism? Oh, many, many, many times. As, as with you, I've been in public education for a whole lot of years. Mm -hmm. And they didn't even really start uh, educating educators about autism. It was the 90s before I started to learn what we needed to know. And apparently, you know, they had been for a long time. But um, because I was uninformed, I didn't know what I was seeing. And, you know, it's just another kid acting out or who's uncooperative. And because we tend to think of um, not what the kids can do, we often focus on what they can't do. It wasn't until, you know, some years later, uh, and I had another reason altogether to become more well-versed. I remember watching America's Next Top Model and yes. they had a contestant on there. You remember? Yes, and I did. She, she had trouble getting along with the other girls in the house. And they thought mm -hmm. she was weird and quirky. And But she was very upfront with the fact that she has Asperger's syndrome. Yep. And that kind of piqued my attention. That kind of brought Asperger's into the mainstream, mm -hmm. which I thought was a great thing. She didn't win, but she went farther than anybody thought she would. Right. And she didn't look like the typical person with right. autism. And I think... Though another reason I really want to do this chat is to get rid of that. That's right. Typical. There is no typical. Exactly. There is no exist. typical. And we know that image. from education. You we know, sure do. everybody who's a brainiac doesn't, you know, carry a briefcase and you know wear a tie <laughs> in the third grade, and all jocks are not walking through class with a mitt or a ball in their hand. There is Thank no you. typical. Everybody, and that's the thing that that the the new autism campaigns are about is the unique wonderfulness of it. Nope, I'm not like you, but what I am is great. Right. And that's how that's that that's a new thing and it's wonderful. 
right and that's why you know we have the symbol of the puzzle pieces everywhere yes. is different you know i love when i love when they started that it used to just be solid blue yeah. and i remember years ago um we would put a blue light in the yep. window light it up blue. during april yeah yeah mm-hmm so, you know, I have noticed on your social media pages this, you know, earlier, well, a couple of weeks ago, I guess the beginning of the month, you had um, some posts um, asking people to donate to Autism Speaks. Um, what is your attachment to that organization or is there any particular reason why this organization is important to you? Well, just in case any of my donors are watching, thank you so much. Not only did we meet, but we exceeded um, my request. April oh, is good. my birthday month. So I decided for this year's birthday to get ask people to contribute to Autism Speaks. They have become very important to me and very helpful to me in my own life because in first grade, my own son was diagnosed with Asperger's syndrome. And um, really? we, 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 we've taken it back. I say he's a burger. <laughs> oh, wow. I didn't yeah, know that. They, when, when he was in kindergarten, in fact, he was at, yeah, in a kindergarten school, they asked for a meeting and said they wanted to retain him. And I thought, as an educator and his mm -hmm. mother, something is something's wrong here because this is a boy who at three years old was using words like onomatopoeia. Mm. So how are you going to tell me that he can't read, write, and communicate? Mm -hmm. So, of course, we went through the battery of tests and a full evaluation, which I insisted on. And thankfully, whatever it was that needed to be picked up for early intervention, thank God for his kindergarten teacher that recognized it, realizing that his issues are not academic, but they're social in nature. Okay. And that's the thing. That's why they call it autism spectrum disorder. Yes. yes. Um, so William was, he was, and I asked him if it was okay to say that it was my son and he owns it. He's like, sure, you can tell them. Okay, um, great. Thank his you, issues are not academic, <laughs> are not academic at all. You've heard me brag about him. You know, he's on yes. the honor roll every marking period in school. He was on the Dean's list every semester in college. He's highly, highly intelligent. But now you've met him. He's, mm -hmm. It's better now. But when he was younger, the social awkwardness mm. was was really dramatic. Like he didn't have friends. People didn't invite him over because he would make jokes that nobody else got. Mm -hmm. And as school age kids are uncomfortable with that, you can get away with that when yeah. you're older. People just chuckle or say, "I'll knock it off." Mm -hmm. But when you're in that uh, adolescent phase, it was really, really hard. So for yeah. we're fortunate that we got help early on, early intervention, early intervention. If anybody suspects for a moment that their child may have or may present on the spectrum, get to your pediatrician immediately, get to your school district immediately and get the right information so you know how to help them. We got him in, he used to go to a Camp Excel in Bergen County. It's a social, uh, social skills camp. And we had him going to that for years. And he had an excellent team, people that worked with him. So now, you know, adults always loved him, but kids mm -hmm. didn't get mm -hmm. him. He got to a point where he was able to fit in. And, you know, everybody just wants to be able to do that. And now he's a successful and wonderful adult. He was the first one to donate to my campaign. See, he and I think it's first. I think it's so important for people who um, are working with children or young people with autism, especially in a classroom setting, to also educate yes. your entire class. 
yes, so that yes. the students know, mm-hmm. you know, a little bit about what may be happening. You don't even have to point out a particular individual, but you can just educate the children about and the fact that everybody is unique and everybody exactly. is unique. And exactly. we've all be, there's probably not a single classroom that somebody couldn't be on the spectrum somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> so it is that one right there on the table. I, I, I remember one of uh, one of William's classmates came over and introduced himself to me at we were at a play or the band was playing. William was in the band. Walks over to me and says, "Hey, I'm so and so. I have autism too. That's why William and I are friends." And I, I. I was so thrilled. (laughs) Donna knows I'm a crier. (laughs) Um, I cry remembering it now because Mm -hmm. the fact that these young men, they own it. They own it. And the one thing I love about the American Disabilities Act, they stress it's person first. You're not autistic. Mm. You are a person that has autism autism or is on the autism spectrum. But it doesn't stop you from being, doesn't stop you from being. I'll just leave it at that, fill in your it own It doesn't. Mind. And for anyone who thinks that it does, I'm just going to tell you the names of some people that you may have heard of before that are on the autism spectrum. Dan Aykroyd, comedic actor. Susan yeah. Boyle, singer. Uh-huh. Emily Dickinson, poet. Albert Einstein, scientist and mathematician. Steve Jobs, former CEO <laughs> of Apple. Bill Gates, co-founder of the Microsoft Corporation. Listen to these successful, wonderful people. Okay. And that's just to name a few. So, you know, well, thank you all for hanging with us today. I'm so glad that you took the time to listen to this chat. And if you're still hanging with us, again, thank you so much. If you want to follow Cousin Chat, you can do so on um, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. And you can listen to our podcast episodes on cousinchat.com that's c-u-z-n-c-h-a-t dot com and there are links to possibly your favorite streaming platform on that um on our website as well but um yes so if you are trying to get in your mind what it looks like to have autism think about some of those names i just said and just remember that's successful thank you (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it does, doesn't it? But there is no one box. You can't, you know, well, we always do a takeaway for Cousin Chat. And so today I'll just say this, you know, you can't put all people with autism in one box. They may have their own limitations, but be careful not to put your expected limitations on them. So Valerie, do you have anything to add to that takeaway? I just want to speak to the teachers and parents of people with autism. The what the best gift you can give those folks is to self-advocate. When my son went to college, he called me and said, Mom, can you please send me a copy of my IEP, Individualized Education Plan, because I need to talk to my guidance, to my counselors and my teachers and let them know what I need. This is an 18-year-old advocating for himself. I was so impressed with him, I I couldn't even believe it. So we don't look like everybody else, and neither does anybody else, but it's always person first. Tisha Campbell's son um, is on the spectrum as well, and I remember her posting that she's so proud that he got into college and he's, you know, communicating, because at first, you know, when he was diagnosed, he was nonverbal. But now he has grown to be such a, a wonderful young man, and, you know, just seeing her 
or listening to her talk about her son with so much pride. It reminds me, I'm, you know, I'm listening to you now. And it's that same pride. And it's just, you know, we really hope that you come away with something today. Those of you who are listening, if you're listening and you're a parent or relative of a child with autism. And what was the last thing you said, Valerie? Um, self-advocacy. Teach your it. kids to self-advocate, to speak up for themselves, not to be ashamed. Somebody said to me once, I mean, if you had diabetes, you wouldn't be ashamed of it. So why should you be ashamed if you're on the spectrum? Teach your kids how to speak up for themselves. That's right. Well, on that word, I will just say this. I'm Donna. I'm Valerie. And this has been another enlightening and inspirational episode of Cousin Cousin Jet. Thank you so much <laughs> for inviting me. Anytime, Valerie. Anytime. Okay, be blessed, everybody. Bye. Bye.